Kreussor. Hello and welcome to this latest episode of the CC4 Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcasts. I'm Stephen Hedges. In this episode, we talk to members of the various Wales senior sides about the background to this representative form of the game. The first interview is with Robin Jones, who's captain of the Wales Over-70s team. Later, we'll hear from members of the over 60s squad, including captain of the first 11, Richard Harris, captain of the second 11, Anthony O'Sullivan, and long-standing player, Peter Doherty. I met Robin in a busy Cardiff city centre cafe, and he started by telling me a little bit about his cricket before the Wales seniors came along for him. Right, well, my name's Robin Jones. I've uh, played for Mackin Cricket Club since the early 70s. We got promotion into the, the, the Premier Division. In uh, We had a very, very good side for quite a long time. Um, and whilst uh, quite a lot of my friends have uh, uh, retired from cricket, quite a number of them still carry on. You know, when I first started, 50 was a sort of uh, everybody retired by then, by far. Um, and you were lucky if they stayed involved in the club. But for example, at Mackin Cricket Club, we've got uh, the chairman, secretary, and the treasurer, which is me, all who started playing in the early 70s. And I'm the only one still playing, but the other two do coaching and other stuff. So, you know, cricket has become sort of lifelong passion, I suppose, really. What were you, are you, as a cricketer, uh, Robin? I have a knack of taking a lot of wickets. I'm left arm slow bowler. I also think I can bat a bit. Um, I do whack a couple of sixes here and there, which I quite enjoy. But I suppose you must say my primary role is a left-arm slow bowler. So I reckon I've taken a, you know, a couple of thousand league wickets since the early 70s, but uh, that's easy because that's over 40 years. <laughs> and concentrating on flight or do a little bit with the ball as well? Well, if you really want to be precise, I've only found out some of these things recently, but uh, I get a curl in and a turnout. And it's flight and um, change of pace. Hopefully not too obvious. You know, last last season um, I took um, in total 38 or 39 wickets, Wales 70s and Macken seconds. Um, I, I'm still quite good. I, I think if I couldn't take wickets, I'd have to stop playing because I don't want to be a spare part. Wales seniors cricket has been around for some time. 30, 40 years, I think, in some form or another. What, what was your involve? How did you get involved in Wales seniors cricket? The story is basically that seven or eight years ago, the, the sort of the Tuesday side I played just for a bit of fun, folded up, and the guy who was involved in that was also a friend of mine at Mac. Um, had uh, spoken to, I think it was Keith James of the, now the Wales 70s, who was captain of the Wales 60s second team, and Gareth played for uh, a couple of games and uh, they needed a slow bowler so Keith rang me up and asked if I want to play so I said yes and that was in about uh, that was 2015 I think the beginning of 2015 and so I played regularly for the, for the last you know six seven years and that was in the over 60s side? That was the over 60s, yeah. yeah. And uh, two seasons later, or a season later, 2016, the Wales 62nd, which I was a part, we won, won the championship. Um, the whole country, England and Wales. Because in effect, the 70s, although you know, we play as Wales and we're proud to represent Wales, we're in effect in a county championship structure. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that season? The 2016 season. I think we, uh, Nick Evans was the captain, um, 
who is a big stalwart of Pembrokeshire sort of cricket and is president of Wales Seniors, 60s and 70s. Uh, anyway, Nick was the captain and I was one of, one of the members and I think we won sort of every single game uh, apart from one of the very early ones. We had a pretty strong side and, and uh, we batted a lot of people out of the game. We had a number of good players two of whom in particular are on the 70s first team now and um, well we just had a really good season. Um, we went to Kent, I think that would have been the, um, the quarter-final, we went to Kent and I do recall it was about 35 degrees temperature, really really hot, you know we scored 118, got them for about 120 Then uh, the semi-final was in Devon somewhere I think and again we won fairly easily and in the final at a neutral ground somewhere in Wiltshire um, again we won fairly easily um, with a lot of powerful batting really and mostly we were lucky that we managed to bat first and bat sides out of the game and we just had to control it from then on so that's what happened in 2016 but at that point at the end of that season I was 69 and at the AGM, there was a move to try and start a 70s side. Uh, there was quite a lot of scepticism as to whether we would have enough people. But Martin Fluellen, who was involved again with the 62nd side, who was a little bit older than that, than me, um, said he could manage it. And uh, he was asked to do it. And we entered a, a it's called Friendly League, FCL, a friendly cricket league involving counties from this area, Somerset, Devon, Warwickshire, Worcestershire, etc., about six counties, um, and we did enter that in 2017. So I only played a couple more times for the 60 seconds, I sort of concentrated on the 70s, and that side under Martin Llewellyn introduced a number of newish players who had previously played for Wales Seniors, um, but because they were then 70, they were too old really for the 60s, firsts and seconds and I wouldn't say fallen by the wayside but hadn't played for five or six years. So Martin got hold of quite a lot of these people and all of a sudden we had 15 or 16, 70 year olds who were available to play in 2017, which is what happened. And we finished sort of mid-table in our first season and we were very pleased with it. Um, as I say, I'm sure there would have been 16 or 17, um, 69 to middle 70s. Is there um, a different feel to playing Wales seniors cricket than playing club cricket for Machen? A lot of it is the same, but the thing that's um, really nice is that everybody on both sides is fairly equal age-wise, have all played a lot and all really want to be there. There's never any suggestion of, oh, somebody's come to make up the numbers or uh, I don't want to play today or uh, I've got better things to do. Because all of these guys, they absolutely, that's what they want to do. The camaraderie is second to none. The camaraderie in the 70s now is probably is, is the best I've ever felt, but it's probably the same as when I first started in the, in the 70s and the 80s in, in Mac and First Team when we had you know, 12 or 13 people who played all the time 
and so you get to know people really, really well, uh, you know, over quite a long period. And the same sort of thing is happening in the 70s. There's still a, a competitive element to these matches. You still want to win? There's no question about that, absolutely. Oh, yes, yes, people are very, very serious about it. Yesterday, I had lunch with my vice-captain uh, to discuss tactics, batting orders, you know, all sorts of stuff for the forthcoming season. We don't always do that, but uh, um, I've got um, a sort of a, a subcommittee in the 70s and we discuss all this sort of thing all the time. We want to win. Last season, maybe we should have won the 70s championship. We lost in the semi-final. Competitiveness doesn't die with old age. <laughs> there are people who really love fielding, even at 70 plus. Um, the bowling isn't as quick, but I would say it's probably more accurate. Because the people who do the bowling have been bowling for years and years and years, and they were very good when they were young, and they've just altered their um, technique a little bit, I suppose, to be straight. No runs, no giveaways, no no four balls as far as possible, and therefore the, the batsmen have got to uh, react to that as well because you don't get the odd freebie which you do in club cricket, or not very often anyway. Um, and so the batsmen have got to moderate their technique, play properly, and make sure that uh, they look at the field, they make sure they get quick singles, the odd four. It, it, it's it's still a pretty good standard. I suppose for somebody younger, 30, 40, watching, it would all happen at a slightly slower pace, I suppose. But, but I think it, it, it's very competitive and the standards are still really good. Where do you play your games um, as the 70s senior side? We play games a little bit to suit the opposition, because Wales is a big place. Um, and it also depends on who you know as well. You know, for example, this season, the 70s first, are playing uh, a couple of games in Newport, a uh, couple of games in Lisbane, Brecon, Cowbridge, Ebu Vale, those sort of areas. They're generally areas where I know people. Guy Mon was so pleased to see us last season, they didn't want to take any money for it. So we had to uh, give them 50 quid and, and insist on them keeping it because they were so pleased to have us there. One of the guys is groundsman at Landersill, uh, which is a lovely little ground, uh, Newcastle Emlyn-ish, that sort of, sort of way. And we, we're going to play um, a touring Worcestershire side there in the summer. And there are a couple of other grounds in that area where we, we play sometimes Pembrokeshire Vets and whatever. So, so we do go that way. We don't tend to go north really. Uh, we have no contacts with, with north much really. I know there's a lot of cricket paid, but it's sort of in effect the North Wales corridor. It, um, we don't have anybody there. Although there is one guy who plays for us, John Gorman, who plays for um, a side in the Chesh Chester League. Um, and he plays, and he comes from Chester, wherever we have to play. He would rather play away matches in Worcestershire, Warwickshire, and whatever, because it's easier. But uh, you know, he comes long distances. He he stays overnight in, in a travel lodge or something, and turns up the ground. Quite often, uh, some of the boys will also stay away if, if it's you know go to Devon, for example. Two or three of the lads usually stay. Lads, I call them. Usually stay in, in somewhere and um, quite often take their wives, and, and it's sort of a almost a family thing. Uh, you can you're going to tell what sort of a cricketer I was from that question. 
who does teas and things like that? Is that done by the local club, or do you help sort of deliver your own? Or since the difficulties of the last two years and um, government restrictions as to tea rooms and changing and showers and all the rest of it, in the last two years um, there's been a, a nationwide thing that everybody brings their own teas and. It may well stay as that, even though we still could have teas. The answer to your question in particular was that uh, the clubs themselves did the teas, and usually we're happy to do so. It obviously cost a bit more, but we used to look forward to teas because, generally speaking, when it was a whale site coming to somewhere or other, Newport, Lisbane, wherever, uh, they put on a bit of a spread, rather more than the normal Saturday afternoon tea. But I think that that may be a thing of the past now. You've mentioned playing club sides and, and county sides quite regularly. As a Wales yeah. team, a team representing Wales, yeah. have you played any international sides? Yes. Uh, in August 2018, <coughs> we played an Australian over 70 side at Abergavenny. And uh, that was a touring Australian full international side. We played a 50 over match. Well, they beat us fairly easily, but I think we did quite well. Also, you know, they scored 280 odd and we scored about 140 odd. Uh, and they were really, really good. We had a tremendous day at uh, Abergavenny, which was arranged by Ryland Wallace because uh, that, that was his club. Um, we had a good day. But in July, probably in uh, Worcestershire somewhere, we're playing the full England side and the full international. That's an England 70 side. And Richard was saying there is a possibility of uh, an over 70s World Cup in a year or two, which needs to happen soon because everybody's getting a bit older. But nevertheless, um, you know, we are on this sort of that international front, as it were, a little bit. You must take a de great deal of pride in uh, turning out for Wales. I, I saw some of the photographs that you posted, of uh, team photos and so on. You're immaculately dressed and presented. That's an important part of, of, of the Wales seniors' kind of process as well, if you like that. Yeah, everybody wears the same thing. Everybody's got the, 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 the badge and they wear it with pride. They really do. People are aware of the fact that we're representing Wales. But we like to pride ourselves as, as being from Wales. We're a Welsh side and we play English sides. We play it as an international from our point of view, and they play it as, as a county side, but they, they are aware of the fact they're playing Wales, they know that that's how we feel and that we're, we're not pretending to be Glamorgan or Monmouthshire or whatever, we're playing for Wales uh, and everybody has that feeling. Everybody in the whole camp, of which last season I think 28 or 29 people played for the Wales over 70s. Everybody dressed, as you say, immaculately. Everybody has has the cap and and the badge. It looks good, actually. Do you present caps in the same way as it might be done for for youngsters? Well, that's something that's happening now. One of the uh, senior guys, he's one of the sixties, Leighton O'Connor, uh, has spent hours and hours and hours, days, I expect, correlating the number of games that people have played in the sixties and seventies, and. We had uh, a Wales Seniors Committee meeting recently and we've got award caps for everybody who's played 50 caps, played, sorry, played 50 times in a Wales league side, 60s or 70s. You've seen the list, there are about 30 odd people. Ryland Wallace, you mentioned, has got 120 odd appearances. Mike Stadden, who's my vice captain of the 70s first, he, he has played the most, 129 times for a Wales 60s or 70s side. 
I played 68 times, according to this list, for a Welsh side, and uh, you know, I'm very proud to, to have done so, and quite looking forward to a camp. <laughs> Oldest player that you know currently playing Wales seniors cricket? His name is John Storey, who is from Monkswood, which is near Ask. He actually plays for Mac and Seconds now because Monkswood, he did play for the, their third team until a few years ago, but he transferred to Mac in a couple of years ago to get a game because Mac and Seconds were a bit short and uh, no matter how old he was, he can still play. Uh, and John Storey is, um, is, shall I say, he was a fast bowler. He still has a bit of a runner. Uh, he's not quite as quick as he was, but he's still pretty good. And he, uh, I think he's 82 in October. And he still takes wickets. He's still all right, you know. And he can whack a ball about too. Left-handed bat, he's not bad. I came across a phrase recently that says, you don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. That be a, yep. quite an apt phrase for a lot of the players and the seniors. Yes. Your proudest moment, Robin, playing for Wales? Well, that's, that's all. Well, I don't really like to sort of blow my own trumpet, but there's one game where I played for 60, 60 seconds and I scored 22 in 15 balls, including a six on the roof of a car somewhere in Warwickshire to win one of the games when we weren't going to, you know, we needed um, 10 and over for two overs or something. Uh, and. Uh, we wouldn't have won that game and we might not have got to the final playoffs in the 62nd year when we won the championship 2016. I was quite pleased with the six on the roof of the car in the car park. It made a hell of a noise. But that's just a, a little aside. Really, it was perhaps last season, being captain of the Wales 70s first with people like Ron Waldron, uh, Peter Betterly, Mike Stadden, some of these guys who've been absolutely top club cricketers. Mike, uh, Ron has played for England, England 60s. Peter Betterly has played for England 70s. It's a really, really strong side. In the, the first game we played in Devon early in May last year. It was a really, really good side. We played a good side in Devon. And our tactic, my tactic, was the two opening bowlers are very, very straight, very hard to score against. And um, we decided to, to run out our two opening bowlers. So 16 overs had gone, and they'd only got about 20 odd for two wickets. So then they're chasing the game for the next 20, 20 overs. And we all chipped in then, taking a few wickets and whatever. And they, they were very disappointed to get about 150. But then uh, our batting came to the fore. Win price one of the stalwarts along with Peter Allen, the two opening batsmen. Wynn scored 98 and 99 not out. Um, Peter scored 50 odd. The aforementioned Mike Stadden was in and uh, we polished them off with about eight or nine overs to spare. I won't say without difficulty because you can never be quite sure. But we won that easily and perhaps that was the best, best moment in a 70 shirt knowing that we'd really taken the game to a strong side and beaten them quite well. The whole season, in general, was absolutely amazing and very successful. Just that one loss. You had to produce a, a, a written kind of summation of the work of the senior squad. Ryland Wallace, I think, put it together for you. Yes. And in that, he described the Wales seniors as dinosaur dragons. He said, we may no longer roar, but there are plenty of us that can still growl. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes, 
Yes, going back to what you you said, we, we said about the uh, uh, the passion and the pride of playing for Wales. It's still there, you know. Whether it was last Saturday, Cardiff, uh, you know, the Millennium Stadium, or in some little field in Worcestershire, it's still the same. We still want to win, and we're still playing for Wales. So if we can't uh, roar anymore, we grow quite a lot. <laughs> Robin, thanks ever so much for your time. It's been lovely right. listening to you. That's great. All right. Thank you, Stephen. The first voice you will hear in this set of interviews is Richard Harris of Pembrokeshire, who's played most of his cricket in this part of Wales. This is followed by Peter Doherty of Penarth Cricket Club. The final voice is that of Anthony O'Sullivan, who played his club cricket with Penny Darren Country Eleven. All these interviews were recorded at the National Indoor Cricket Centre at Sophia Gardens on the day all the over 60 squad were getting together to make a case for their inclusion in the group that will travel to Australia later in the year for the first ever over 60s Cricket World Cup. My name is Richard Harris. I live in Pembrokeshire. Uh, I've recently retired from 40 years work in the oil industry. Played my cricket, most of my cricket for either Burton Cricket Club or Cresselli Cricket Club. And in my earlier days I was lucky enough to play for the Wales national team and over the last 15 years or so I've been playing for the over 50s, graduated to the over 60s, was lucky enough to be selected to play for the England over 60s in Australia a couple of years ago, enjoying my seniors cricket. I'm uh, Peter Doherty from Penarth, I've been playing in Penarth now for over 40 years, I'm currently the president, all my, all my cricket has been uh, local area, playing for the county side. And my senior cricket is much like Richard. I've been playing for the Wales uh, 50s and then graduated in the 60s and uh, currently going through the World Cup process of selecting a side for Tour Australia in the winter. I'm Anthony O'Sullivan. Uh, for my sins this year, I'm captain of the over 60s second 11, having played for the last few years in the first 11. Um, my cricketing journey began as a child, I suppose. My father encouraged me to play. And my real claim to fame is when Sobers hit six sixes in over at Swansea in 1968, I threw the fourth one back. I was the small boy on the terracing. So it was quite a day. That was an August bank holiday weekend. And uh, we left the family on the beach. And myself and my father had gone to watch the cricket. I began to play senior cricket in 1975 with Penadaran Country 11. And I continue to play for them to this day. So it's been a long, long journey, you know. And uh, seniors cricket has opened up new opportunities and I've been fortunate enough to tour Kenya and Corfu with the seniors and play at lots of wonderful grounds and make lots of new friends and it's been very, very interesting. Interesting to see my contemporaries have come through as well, you know, 40 years on from the start. Seniors cricket, I think, uh, in Wales anyway, has been going on since the late 1990s. A group of boys like Ron Walton, Gordon Vogue, Nick Evans, uh, some of those guys started playing, I think, when the 50s league kicked off. Nick Evans from Pembrokeshire got me involved in the 50s and since then it's just been marvellous cricket really it, you know it is what it is but it's it's competitive and the standard is pretty good and improving every year the, the, the situation back in the day back in the early uh, when they first started with the 50s it was a very much a you were invited you basically were cherry picked by somebody who knew you and you were invited to play so it was a very elite so sort of squad of 16 and they were once once you got into that saying luckily for me Peter Hardwick uh, knew me from the, the Penarth area and he actually said come along and have a have a go uh, at 50 I was about to retire and play golf and and I just thought oh I don't know about this and he just said come on 
he said, there's lots of people that you know. He said, you played against, well, let's play together. And that's been, it's been a, a whole new world for me. I've travelled the world playing cricket, kept myself fit, and it's been an absolute joy. It, it was a sort of a random tweet, really, which said, old is gold, come and join us. And I think I was sort of 59 at the time, which qualified me to play for the 60s. And uh, I came along to net practice at the Swelex Stadium in Cardiff on a Saturday morning in a cold January, and things sort of went from there, really. And it's been a wonderful journey. I don't think we ever lose the competitive nature. I don't, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it is very competitive. I mean, if you came and watched the game, obviously people don't bowl as fast as they used to, but the batting skills, the spin bowling skills are still as probably as good as years ago. Um, the, dif the difference being, of course, from playing on a weekend is that you're all of a, a similar age, so it's, it's there isn't that sort of big discrepancy between playing against a 20-year-old quick bowler. Um, but you know, you still want to do well. You still want to perform. Um, and as you'll see with all the guys that are here today, you know, the guys get themselves fit. We've got a, um, a good fitness program going where people are having to, you know, be fit enough to play and, and feel, and feel well. Um, you know, and that's one of the sort of becoming one of the prerequisites to getting into some of the teams. It is very competitive, but it's played in the right spirit generally. And I think that's the thing that sets it apart from club league cricket, is that uh, there's mutual respect on both sides. And whilst people play hard, there's not that less attractive edge to it then. But it's certainly very, very competitive. And these guys are good cricketers, make no mistake about that. They retain their skills uh, and they've enhanced and honed them, you know. It's, it's, it's just an all-around, it's I say, very competitive, but it's old-fashioned cricket, I put it that way. It's where you play hard, but also when you finish the game, you don't get in your car and shoot off. And we travel a long way. We always stay with the opposition. We always have a pint. You know, obviously not do your driving, but but the guys, and that's how we build up. You know, we know when we go to Cornwall this year, which is you know a two-day, so we have to go down, play, and then we stay. Or we, so, but we make friends, and those people will come up here, and they will stay. But also, we played Essex away. We played. So we travel, but we always stay with the opposition and have a, a pint after the game, a chat, and it's, 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 it's great. It's, it's like two old-fashioned cricket. You know, it's, there's a camaraderie between us all. We're all very lucky to be playing at this age. So I think there are 30, 32, 33 counties playing. So Wales obviously plays a county in the, in the national championship. Uh, that's split up into groups of uh, seven, pretty much seven. So we play... Um, we play each county home and away, uh, and we're in, we're in the southwest group. So that that group inclu includes ourselves, Devon, Cornwall, Somerset, Gloucestershire, Wiltshire, and and, and Worcestershire. So you know it's a lot of travelling, particularly for me. <laughs> but um, you know it's worth it. You know, and we like Pete says, we have great camaraderie. And it's you know, it's good cricket. So say the the expansion in in, in senior cricket, the fifties in the late nineties was one team. The fifties have now got three teams. The sixties have now got these are league sides. The sixties have now got three teams. The seventies have got two teams. 
So the expansion is going on. And we've even got a number of players now who are drifting into the late 70s, early 80s. There are, there are a couple who are still in their 80s who are now playing. So it's, and it is incredible. And it's a, it, it, well, it lifts you when you go and see these gentlemen running in and bowling. And you're thinking, they're 82. How does that happen? It's incredible. But that's, 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 the, that's the joy of, of what we do. So it's just great. Well, the hard thing is these days is is who do you select because we have so many good players to choose from and we want to get balanced sides and we want to get all of Wales represented so we'll uh, we look into that in due course. What's noticeable in 50s and 60s cricket especially is that um, since the advent of World Cups um, and the 50s have been to two World Cups so far that a lot more ex-professional players are looking to get involved. And I believe Matt Maynard was netting last week with the over 50s. So it's you know it's very interesting. 60s that that will that will come. We've been to India. We've, we've had a two week two week tour of India. We've been to Kenya. We've gone to places like Malta. Uh, we've, we've had you know lots of small tours, but it's it's these are all well organised tours through travel companies, and it's been outstanding. We've been to the West Indies a couple of times. Um, we've done some short tours to places like Portugal and Corfu. Uh, I've been to Australia, so <laughs> it's a lot of cricket and, and it's a lot of travel. And of course, you know, we pay for ourselves. We're in, we're in a fortunate position that we are able to pay for ourselves. For me to come into the, the 50s and uh, to play for Wales and then captain Wales for five years was it was a was, was, uh, a dream come true, I suppose. But it's it's the commitment, it's the commitment you get from your players, and it's outstanding. We get lots of players from lots of areas. We're expanding from north to south. So currently, there's over 80, 80 members on the 60s playing sort of staff. So we've got a huge group of players now. And, uh, I'm thinking three teams every every week can be uh, can be quite. Uh, quite serious stuff at times. I was lucky enough to get selected for the, the England over 60s to go to Australia in 2019. Uh, I felt very proud and a bit worried to be honest because I felt very proud to be selected but I really wanted to perform. I didn't want to be seen as a sort of token pick or something like that. As it was, played well. I managed to get in the international side for the three test matches against Australia uh, and I was man of the match in the first one. So things were well for me. I enjoyed it, but it was very important for me out there to maintain my Welsh identity, despite the fact I got fined every day for being a Welsh. We got a number of number of clubs within, well, right across the, the, the certainly the lower end of Wales. We played, you know, Abergavenny. We played uh, Penarth. We played on it. And Stowey are very good to us. Gowerton have been very good to us. Uh, Pontydillas. All these, there's lots of clubs. The fair news, we, we go to them and ask them, put uh, Harvard. Lots of Premier League clubs have been very kind and, and, and you know, use their grounds. It, it, we always play on a Tuesday, so it's, 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 it's you know, so we book in early. They're very kind to us, and, we, and then we've got great facilities just to you know, reciprocate what the English sides do. We always play on very good county grounds, and so it's, uh, it's been there's some excellent facilities we play at. There were two results over the last few years that we had which stick in my mind quite a lot because we progressed uh, through the knockout stages and we were seeded 16th. We were the last seeds for, in the last 16. So two years in a row we played the number one seeds and we went up to, the first year we went up to play Hertfordshire 
who had won the competition for the previous two years. And we went up there and bowled them out for about 140. And then after about two overs, we were one for three. <laughs> and we ended up winning that. We turned them over and they were absolutely devastated. But they, they couldn't believe that we'd beaten them so comprehensively, really. And the following year, Essex had been the top side. We went up there and we beat them by nine wickets when Peter had 80-odd, was it? We beat them by nine wickets and they were absolutely devastated because you go to other you know, other counties and they don't actually believe you play cricket in Wales. They think, oh, you're rugby. The Essex boys contained three current England players and two past England players. Yeah. And... Um, we were well on that day. We were we had a, a guest visitor, somebody a chap who lived nearby said, "Oh, I want to come over and watch Wales play," and it was James Collins, the footballer, who was playing for West Ham at the time, and he came over and uh, sat with us in the bar after, overjoyed that the Wales had, you know, Wales had stuffed Essex. It was uh, it was one of those funny things because uh, James Collins used to play for Malvas Cricket in Newport, so uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a real sort of. It was like a home from home. We'd like to go back to Essex, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful places. We were down at Sidmouth in Devon. We were down at Pencarrow in Cornwall. Played at Winchester. Played at Bishop Stortford in Essex, actually. And uh, we beat Essex by 10 wickets up there with Mel Hussein looking on because that's his home club, NASA's brother. And also James Collins, the Welsh international footballer, came to watch us. And he had a, a marvellous day as well. But very well established club there in, in uh, Hertfordshire. I used to play for the South East Wales area and Richard was from Pembrokeshire and I always crossed swords with Richard, knew him sort of on the field but not much off the field so when we sort of came together it was like oh I know Richard and then, you know, and then we, but now we've, uh, we've been good friends for the last 15, 20 years so it's been, it's been, it's been great and that's, that's what happens, everybody within the 50s and 60s and 70s now, they are lifelong friends. Again, if you're going to continue to play great competitively once you're into your 60s, I think you need a, a degree of personality around that um, to ensure that on the mornings when you feel more like ibuprofen than an energy drink, that, that you do carry on and keep going. We were in Dubai playing, actually playing at Sharjah, the cricket ground, and uh, we had to wait for uh, a three-day game between New Zealand and Pakistan to finish. And then we were going to go on afterwards and play under lights. And um, we were sort of standing around outside, waiting, waiting for the, these players to come out. And uh, Brendan McCullum, the New Zealand skipper at the time, came out. And he came over to us and he said, Oh, you guys, you're Welsh. We said, Yeah, yeah, we're playing cricket. He said, You're Welsh. Are you sure you play cricket? <laughs> and he said, The rugby ground's over there. <laughs> But I say it's been a new lease of life for a lot of us. You know, we've, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're all of an age, and it's, it keeps us fit, keeps us healthy. Um, we make some great friends, and it's, it's just been a joy. It's great. It's great. I mean, you can look at the guys that are here now waiting to go in. They're all very keen. Alistair's lining up to do the bleep test. That'll make a lot of people laugh. It's, it's a serious <laughs> thing. So, I say we've got, I think, about four guys from North Wales today. One from Anglesey, one from Chester. They'd all come down you know, today for the Nets. So it's, uh, it's, it shows the commitment that everybody has to give. Penny Darren had a, um, an anniversary last year, is that right? It was our 50th anniversary, actually, and we recorded it with quite a, a comprehensive brochure where we tried to bring through the spirit of our own club as well as the wider spirit of cricket and what it's done to people as individuals 
as well as as cricketers, you know, and I think that's important. Cricket, more than any other game, gives you opportunities away from the field and allows you to develop into more rounded characters. And I've had as much fun and as much satisfaction, I suppose, from seeing people come on as humans and individuals as I have as seeing them develop as cricketers. This will be the inaugural Over-60s World Cup. Obviously, it was postponed from two years ago because of COVID. It's in Brisbane, in Australia. At the moment, I believe there are 12 teams taking part. Uh, it'll be quite a lot of cricket in uh, a very short space of time. It looks like it's going to be about eight games in 15 days, which is going to be tough on the, uh, the over-60s body. So we're well underway with organisation. Uh, one of the main aims today is to finalise our squad to go. Um, we're allowed 17 members, playing members, uh, and it's very, very difficult to pick a team. It's one of the most difficult things that Pete and I and uh, a few others have, have had to do for a long time. Um, but, you know, very much looking forward to it, and we're going out there with a name. Really, we're going out there with a name to win it, if we can. And if we can't, we'll do as best as we possibly can. Many thanks to all the gents for taking time to talk to us. Everyone at the museum would like to wish the Wales over 60s well in the upcoming season and in the World Cup that will follow it. You can find the Wales Seniors on Facebook and you can also follow them on Twitter at Seniors Wales. The team are looking for sponsors for their trip to Australia later in the year. If you are interested, take a look at the notes that accompany this episode where all the contact information will be available to you. Next time on the podcast, we talk to Cricket Cymru or Cricket Wales Chair Jennifer Owen-Adams and Chief Executive Officer Leisha Hawkins. They talk about emerging from the coronavirus, promoting the game to all sections of the community and much, much more besides. So do join us again when there'll be some more stories about the great game of cricket in the great country of Wales. Bye, Val. Bye for now. Gydach chi stori yw'r rhannu gyda ni. Mae croeswch i gysylltu e-bostiwch mwcpod1921 at gmail.com neu ewch i'n tudalu'n Facebook Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast neu i'n tudalu'n Twitter at Welsh Cricket Pod. Do you have a story you'd like to share with us? If so, please contact email mwcpod1921 at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page, Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast, or our Twitter, at Welsh Cricket Pod.